So I had the idea this morning, out of the blue, to maybe talk about courses and exams or evaluations. And I might break this into two parts, one being more on the participant side and one being more on the um, instructor slash examiner side. So um, I think those are both interesting places to be. There's a lot of parallels between those two positions. Um, and there's certainly some differences too. So, I mean, we've all been through courses and examinations and evaluations through our lives. You know, we've all been to school um, and have had that experience for sure. But when we get to kind of more of that professional level, how we typically see courses and evaluations happen, they're much shorter, right? The courses are anywhere from three to 10 to 12 days long. You know, evaluations um, can be anywhere from a day to um, 10 days long, depending on what you're doing. Um, and uh, a lot of different formats for sure. A lot of, there's some of the stuff we do is completely in the field. Um, sometimes some of the stuff we do has some written components to it, um, and, or some, you know, kind of contrived timed components to it. Um, and then sometimes it's a combination of all of those things. And I have always found as a participant, um, those environments to be stressful. So I know everybody's skills get stressed when they go to these things. There's, there's a social stress of meeting new people and how are you going to fit in and, and, you know, how are you going to compare to other people, which is a horrible game to play anyway, but we all do it. Um, there's um, stressors with, you know, being in potentially a new area, so you don't know it as well. So how do you navigate? You know, there's stressors with just traveling in general. There's stressors with finances um, about, you know, how much you've paid or how much work you're missing to do this course. So, you know, the price of a course does not reflect the true cost of a course. Um, there's stressors with, you know, are you going to be able to learn as much or, you know, are you going to be able to keep up? Um, and then there's the stressors of, well, I, this is a, this is a gateway to the next step. So if I don't do well, if I don't succeed and pass, how does that make me look? But then, you know, now I've invested all this time and money um, and maybe I can't move forward. So that means I have to wait another whole cycle of time before the, I can do this again, which is more just time and money and just kind of put your whole schedule off in terms of trying to reach the next level if that's what you're trying to do. So there's a lot of, a lot of stressors in that environment. And unfortunately, those stressors inhibit us from learning, right? Because we're, we're using that energy to freak out about stuff when we really should be using that energy to, to learn. And um, I really struggle with that. I struggle with it so much that I stop kind of taking classes and courses um, I, which started with college. Like I barely even got into college before I was like, I'm done with this because the stressors of that. Um, and also just, I'm not a huge fan of, of jumping through, you know, contrived hoops to 
gain knowledge. Like I really love to learn, um, but I think some of the structures in terms of edu- how education is presented to us is kind of bullshit. So quite frankly, um, but anyway, that's kind of my own deal. But, you know, we have these these stressors going into these courses and, you know, being able to manage that stress is important. I'm not particularly good at it. Like I just mentioned, I find the, the, the core stress is easier because you you know, you get to, you get into the course and you're there and you're excited to learn. And, and you can, once you've kind of meet people, you can kind of calm down, relax, find these new little social connections. And, and, you know, I find that, you know, once you kind of let go, you can actually be in that environment to learn. And that, that's certainly dictated a lot by the, the environment that the instructors, per, you know, create for you to learn. And we'll talk about that later. But, um, you know, but there are still some stressors there. The, the big one for me is the evaluation or exam stress, right? And everybody goes through that. Um, and it's really, really challenging. So what, how do you deal with that? You know, and it's kind of like regular guiding. There are stressors there, but I do find that exam stresses are different because it's more contrived, right? They're, you're, you're dealing with participants potentially that aren't really clients. You're role-playing. Role-playing is inherently, contri- is, it, not inherently, it is completely contrived. Or you're, you're having to perform some sequence of events that are kind of contrived. So they kind of check the box on certain skill sets. And there's a, there's a timing component in there. And that timing component oftentimes is pretty contrived, um, not all the time, but pretty contrived. So all of those things, to, for me personally, don't allow me to really relax and focus on just doing doing my work, right? Um, and I really, really have struggled with that over the course of my career is how do we deal with that exam stress um, more than the course stress? Because once again, once you kind of get into the course, the excitement of learning kind of takes over and, and you can kind of move forward. Um, but, you know, just like being in the field, you know, one of the best ways that we can deal with stress is being prepared. So really doing your homework, right? So if you're given a certain route assignment, for example, the guide the next day, do a really good route plan, do your homework, whether you're taking an exam or you're just in a course. So be fully prepared before you go out, like do whatever that needs to do for that particular um, uh, assignment, right? So that might be really doing a detailed route plan, time management plan. Um, Maybe you're doing some map work, whether it's digital or analog or both. Maybe you're taking pictures of the the guidebook. So you have that in your phone. You can go back to that, you know, really, really important. Um, to kind of do that pre-work stuff. Most of the success we have in the field is because of all the work we've done before we go out into the field. Um, so that's super key. The other thing I think that's really important when you want when you're dealing with that more evaluative stress, exam stress is, remember, go back to the fundamentals. Don't miss the fundamental stuff. If you just really nail, the fundamental skills, whether it's terrain recognition or anchor building or ski technique or whatever it is, like that is your platform to build on, right? So 
don't go into this scenario too hot. You don't have to go in and try to be like the trickiest, slickest person out there. Just go and do a good job and pass the exam. Like I love seeing people who want to like totally pimp out a certain piece of an exam or the whole exam. They want to be the, the fastest and have the coolest tricks. And, you know, that's awesome if that's what you want to do. But I just want to go in and just like do a good job and not worry about whether or not I did it like the to the fullest capacity that my mind and body can do. Like I just want to go and then just pass the thing, meat and potatoes, right? It's not really the place for, in my mind, to try to do something hyper special, right? Because when we do that, you know, we set ourselves up for failure, right? Because there's a lot of risk and reward um, with that. So you take a higher risk, you know, and the reward's awesome if you nail it, but you also open yourself up to a bigger window of not nailing it. So just like in guiding, like I'm really focusing more on fundamental skills and not missing that. Because if I don't, if I do that part, well, the rest is gravy, right? And then if I really focus on those fundamental skills and really good pre assignment work, once again, I'm lowering my anxiety in my stress levels in certain places, right? So therefore, when I have other things in the field that don't happen quite the way I thought they would or whatever it is, I have more bandwidth to cope with them. So we're trying to make this this balancing act, right? Everything's not going to be necessarily equal though. So the, the more I can reduce stress in one area, the more I can absorb stress in another area. So that might be going to a course or an evaluation super physically fit. That's something I've always struggled with on my courses and evaluations is going into them in the mental and physical space to perform really, really well. If you can perform really well, like you're not worried about the skiing, you're not worried about the climbing piece, like you, that takes so much stress out of those things because you can just go there and perform and now you can just think about the guiding pieces. Um, I do sometimes think that people who are really exceptional athletes um, don't always understand how much of a gift that is because they don't have to worry about climbing. They don't have to worry about skiing. Like they're, they're so good at it. That's like, you know, they get a little complacent sometimes. And sometimes they see some sloppiness in their guiding because of that. But it's like you have all your your faculties able to focus on the more technical parts or the soft skill parts because you don't have to worry about the skiing or climbing part. Like that's a huge gift. Um, don't squander that gift. So it's tricky. It's really, really tricky. I don't always know how to deal with that contrived piece of evaluations. Um, and, you know, as a participant, you know, I'm always like, well, is that a real fair evaluation of my skills? There's this extra contrived piece. Now, some people make the argument that, you know, being able to fully immerse yourself into role playing, because a lot of organizations and agencies do role playing, you know, think about disaster training, right? You know, think about medical training, like you have to role play, you can't create an ex a disaster, right? You have to role play. So therefore, the better you are at role playing, and the more realistic the, the role playing is, the maybe the better window you have on how you're going to perform in that disaster. You know, avalanche rescue is a great example of that. Like, we, we train 
and try to get really proficient at this skill that we never want to use in our life, we never want to see, right? That's a really weird place, I think, to be. Um, so the better you can kind of act- actually can ad- immerse yourself into that role playing, the better you're probably going to perform during that evaluation or that scenario. Um, and you might perform more closely to you might how you might perform in real life. Um, I mean, I've had some, you know, I've had to deal with some catastrophic things in my career, you know, walking into scenarios where people are really busted up or seeing things happen and having to be the first responder. And I will tell you, those, those, those initial um, experiences were very stressful. Um, and I've gotten better with that stress as I've seen more of that, so I'm more able to perform. But I, I will say that having to perform something for real life is different than having to perform something for an evaluation. There's just no doubt about it. You can't, you can't make that the same. Um, and I perform differently. I, I personally, that's I just perform better when I'm not in that environment of an evaluation. And I know a lot of people have, have made that comment evaluators hear that all the time like oh i made this dumb mistake i would never do that in the field and sometimes you're you're not really sure if you would or not so but pre course work pre assignment work and then really focusing on the fundamental skills once again and doing those well is going to be uh a big piece of reducing your stress and being able to perform more fully on those evaluations in those courses. So um, it's like, it's not necessarily magic, but that's, that's going to be pretty key. Also being very rested is also really key. You know, Um, there's a point, you know, it's like, it's better to be better rested than better um, prepared. Like at some point when you get, really close to events like you just need to go rest you know and that can mean a lot of different things that means good sleep that means good eating that means maybe some mental and physical work like maybe a little stretching maybe just a quiet space to focus your mind maybe that's working on your breathing right that's really key too so um don't forget that self-care when you're in those moments um that will go a long long way um but yeah it's also tricky when you're a person taking you know an evaluation you're oftentimes being jockeyed in and out of roles like you're a participant and now you're in the guide seat right and you have to like pick up where someone else left off and sometimes they leave you off in a really good spot and sometimes they leave you off with like a junk show that you have to kind of pick up from so if you're already in a really good spot, sweet, just relax and kind of ride that wave a little bit and kind of go forward. If you're in, if you have to pick up after a junk show, take the time to organize things the way you want them. So if you're doing a more of a technical thing, like a multi-pitch route and you get to this anchor and everything's just kind of messy, take the time. Your examiners are going to give you that time to get things to where you want them to be. So you can start off on a nice clean foot. Don't just try to run the ball on a bad play. It's like just clean everything up and then move forward from this kind of new, not blank slate, but put yourself in a position of power, right? And that will go a long way. Just take your time, right? Don't rush. Just take your time. 
remember, once again, fundamentals, check things. Are the carabiners locked? Super fundamental, check that, right? It's funny how often I see people when they're under evaluative stress, how they forget those fundamental things. They don't stack the rope well. They don't check the knots and the harnesses. They don't check their carabiners. They want to jump to the next thing because they're like, I got to move the next thing. I got to go faster. I got to do this. You know, I got to, uh, it's like, calm down, check the fundamentals. That's key. Same thing in real life. Just do the fundamentals, play that game and you'll be pretty good. So yeah, being a participant um, is challenging. Um, I really love to learn and I like to learn from all kinds of different people and I like to be in different environments to learn. Um, I try to be really open to that, but it's not without stress. Um, And the more you can relax, the more you can learn. And the more you can relax, the more you can perform more optimally in an evaluation scenario.